2: This is Jones and MEGO. You're
3: Doctor Doom. Over I am.
2: I'm also Doctor Don Overton. am WEI.
3: I'm W-E-I. W-E-I
1: should they be in the complement issue or should they be in the substitute uh issue i mean that's that's kind of the the predicament that you're in i think you want the best one available and i don't think there's anybody that's in my opinion that's dominant or good enough in that group that you would you would have to play off of their skill set i think you just want the best one i look at if you're looking for high volume you know catches and and productivity you know you can make a case for Jackson Smith and Jigba because he's just got a really good feel he works really good in the middle of the field we know the success they've had With guys like that. So um, that one, you know, I I could see making sense to me. I just would want the best overall guy. And that's, in my opinion, is Jordan Addison, you know, just because I think he's a complete route runner. I think he gives you burst and explosiveness, make plays over the top. And I think he's got outstanding hands. That to me would be the place that I would go. But yeah, you know, it's one thing if you've got you've got a premier A1 level player and you're like, okay, we got to find this, the, the compliment to this. It's like, I don't know. Sub, substitute's okay there as well. You need to find the best guy. So
0: that's Daniel Jeremiah on the next Pats podcast with Phil Perry. Phil asked him what receivers in this draft compliment the Patriots receiver group.
3: And he's like, who cares about this receiver group?
0: Daniel Jeremiah Jeremiah's Start like,
3: from scratch.
0: compliment? Overhaul the thing. Blow it up. Why am I complimenting? what the Patriots have, and that pushes back on Tom Curran and anyone else who thinks the Patriots have enough at wide receiver or yeah, on their roster. Yeah, I mean, Daniel Jeremiah looks at it and goes, no, 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 why don't you go get yourself a stud at 14? Don't compliment the group. We've got enough. Overhaul the group, and I'm not shooting the messenger with Tom Curran. He's passing along what he's hearing, and again, we'll talk to him about 24 hours from now, tomorrow, at 3.30. Jones and Mega with Arcan 617-779-7937. The Patriots need an overhaul at that spot, right? I know you you think you like some of the pieces they have in getting back to the 2021 level, right?
3: I like Kendrick Bourne. I think Kendrick Bourne has a lot more than he showed in 2022 compared to who he was
0: in 21. I I think the team really likes him, Henry's
3: a pass catcher. He's not
0: not a receiver. I understand it, but... but... He's a pass catcher. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. His teammates don't like him?
3: Who? Kendrick Kendrick Bourne. Bourne? No, I didn't say that. Oh, I I said the team,
0: like the, the coaching staff. Oh, the team. The team yeah, well, those guys sorry. might be
3: going to Denver. I miss. So. Yes, true. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. I misunderstood. I thought. I thought he was saying. I thought he was saying teammates. No, I'm no, sorry. No. I, I thought Bill doesn't. Like I me. thought we had a uh, uh, another uh, interesting uh, item there. But no. So you're higher on what they have, I think, than I am. But do they need to? I'm not the high group?
3: on what they have, though. I mean, look, Tyquan Thornton. He's coming off a rookie year and with a coach who usually doesn't even play rookies, which should tell you where they were with this group last year. Yep. That they the first game that he was available to come off an injury they just tossed him in there like I will see if he turns into anything but I don't think you know Jacoby Myers looks like he may be too expensive to hold on to if you're gonna even get a complimentary piece so I look at it and I go yeah I mean it just doesn't look up to snuff
0: I mean they're they're in position and who knows how the draft is gonna go but you know I I look at plenty of mock drafts and just the idea where people can go they're right around where the first receivers are expected to go off the board. And again, you don't have to draft one; like you can go get one in free agency. I just thought this was an interesting answer from Daniel Jeremiah about their receiver group, and I'd be totally fine trading for T. Higgins. Oh, whoops, he's probably not available. Go get your own Keenan Allen. Oh, whoops, sounds like he's not available. You know, DeAndre Hopkins is one that uh, it came out again in Arizona. It sounds like there's a good chance he could be available so like go make a trade i'm fine with making a trade it doesn't have to be a receiver absolutely but at 14 they're going to be sitting there at the front end of where teams are getting in line to take a receiver you, you might, don't you, you don't might
3: have, have to trade up to get one of the blue chips well, in the top 10 you you might have your pick of the
0: litter at 14 is the point like maybe you have to move to 10 but you don't have to go far you're right there for the number one receiver in the draft and i don't think there is a consensus number one receiver in the draft he talks about smith and jigba there from ohio state who missed the whole year but the last year he played he was their most dominant statistical receiver over Chris Olave, who was great last year, over Garrett Wilson, who was great last year. Meaning in the NFL for the Saints and, and Jets, respectively. He was he was arguably their best target when all three of them were on the field two years ago. Uh, Quentin Johnston from TCU, uh, Jordan Addison, who we mentioned there, his personal preference from USC. I'm missing another one in there. I think maybe Zay Flowers from BC yep. is part of that group. Like you're going to have your pick of the litter, whoever you want. So they have an opportunity to overhaul the receiver room. Do they understand they have to overhaul it? Do they understand they have to upgrade it? Or are they looking to complement it? I don't know the answer, but my fear is they're just going to look to complement it, which is scary.
3: Yeah. And uh, look, if you have Jacoby Myers walking out of town, then are you are you really just looking at... We haven't mentioned Devontae Parker because, I mean, he was injured last year and he does one thing. That's the thing. It's like you don't even have the positions that have traditionally been i wouldn't say cornerstones but important pieces of the offense that you seemingly are going to run with bill o'brien you don't have the pass catching back you don't have the slot receiver are you so I'm, i'm not sure like can you specifically find those guys in the draft and get them out on the field this year you don't have them on your roster as it stands right now so i don't understand how you look at that and you go we're good like, what yeah. are you gonna run?
0: You tell me, Patriots fans. Do they have enough? I mean, Bill's skipping the combine, it sounds like, and he should be there. He better be there. Hopefully he shows up late. Do they have enough at receiver? Do they need more at receiver? And are we talking a complimentary piece? Or are we talking an overhaul, a big ticket? Like drafting one at fourteen, or like making a big move via, you know, the trade market? Six one seven, seven seven nine, seven ninety-three seven. RKAM, my fear is that they don't they don't realize what they need to do at that spot because Bill is still living in nineteen ninety-one. <laughs> Or nineteen ninety nine or whatever, you know, he's still not caught up on the modern day NFL and how important receivers are.
2: Yeah, I think that's very true, and I think that right now, if nothing happens, I mean, if they go into the season with the wide receiver room they have now, then you're talking about Tyquan Thornton being a major part of that. Right, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you, gross. you have Parker Thornton. Uh, we'll see what happens with Aguilar and Bourne, but that's basically—I mean—it's three guys. Like you really don't even have enough bodies right now to field a decent wide receiver room. You need to—you need to add to that, and I'm not sure if going in the draft is the way to go about it, just because. I don't know if it's this team's just bad at drafting wide receivers or if young they wide are. receivers don't do well in this system. They it could don't. be maybe a combination of that. They obviously suck at drafting wideouts. But, uh, you know, you talk about, like, complementing the offense. When you had Julian Edelman and Rob Gronkowski bringing in a lot of different guys could complement those two. It's a great tight end, and it's a great slot receiver. You bring in guys who can sort of complement great players. You don't have anything close to a great player in this offense. No. On, at any position. I mean, really, like, in, in the in the position play, obviously on the old line, there's, there's better guys, but you don't have a great player there that you compliment with a draft pick or something. You need to bring in that guy and then have other people compliment him. So I, I saw the Slade Bolden news yesterday, and I was like, I
0: do I care about Slade Bolden? I really don't. And then the more I think about it, the more I think this is also a really bad sign. Tom Curran was asked about Slade Bolden. If you're unfamiliar with him, I don't blame you. He was like Max, little slot receiver at Alabama, which means his he also roommate. played. He was, were they
3: roommates? They were roommates in college. they are like, it's like his best friend. Great,
0: it's Max, little buddy. Good, let's bring him in. Uh, you know, he wasn't very productive at Alabama. He wasn't very good. He wasn't drafted last year, but he did play for Bill O'Brien at Alabama, and he's Max little buddy. Here is Tom Curran yesterday on Gresham Fourier.
4: Last year, Slade Bolden, who the Patriots visited with today was coming out of Alabama and he had all the attributes that Hunter Renfro had, Danny Amendola had, Julian Edelman had, and it did, went beyond just the general uh, pigment of their skin. <laughs> he was a slot. He was quick. He had great rapport with Mac Jones at Alabama. He worked under Bill O'Brien and the Patriots have missed a sudden game changing wide out in the short area. I think you look at Braxton Berrios, who went to the New York Jets. He could have really filled that void over the last couple of years. He's been fine with the Jets. But the Patriots don't have that guy. Jacoby Myers is a little bit miscast, in my estimation, as a true slot. Slade Bolden, the Patriots worked him out today. He's got a huge background with Mac Jones. If you go ahead and sign a a player like that, you then allow yourself at 14 – to look at some of the longer, taller players, and it might eliminate that need to look at Jackson Smith and Jigba from uh, Ohio State or Zay Flowers from Boston College, who are similar-sized slot receivers, probably better than Slade Bolden by everybody's account, but he can replicate to a degree what you are missing in your offense. Okay. No, no, no,
3: no, no. Get the better guy. Right? That's all it is. No, it's just, that's crazy. If Zay Flowers is better, go get the better guy in the draft.
0: That is crazy crazy logic and again not shooting the messenger with tom curran but if that's how the patriots are my fear is that's how they're looking I can't at wait it wait for tomorrow probably tom. they're exactly
3: they're looking probably. at it exactly like that if like tom oh. is saying it that way then it's probably how they're looking at it. slade
0: bolden it. is the slot receiver so now we don't need to look at them at 14 what was the guy even in the league last year he wasn't drafted he was
3: injured he had a uh hernia
0: he wasn't good like he, he compared, had him, a hernia. He compared him to Braxton Berrios. Oh, so he's also injured, great. No, but i been saying no, it's not
3: anymore. It's repaired. <laughs> right. But he wasn't he's even off that,
0: He <laughs> wasn't even that good at Alabama. The Alabama had good receivers. He wasn't that good at Alabama. Braxton Berrios was good in college. He wasn't. Slade Bolden wasn't that good. He's just Mac's little buddy. So now you're bringing him into a peas <laughs> Mac, or you're bringing him into what? Uh, fix your rece- Bolden doesn't fix your receiver room. He's a body in camp that maybe sneaks his way onto the team. I bet this is how the Patriots look at it, and that is maddening. That's infuriating. That's how they look at it. You need T. Higgins, Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, the equivalent of A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, guys who moved last year. That's what you need. You need the equivalent of that. And they look at it and go, Slay Bolden, he's a compliment to our room, which sucks. The wide receiver room sucks. That probably is how they look at it, and that is horrifying. That's insulting. That's their problem. They don't. Get it, and I don't think they're ever going to get it when it comes to receivers.
3: They worked him out last year. So what could they possibly learn differently this year compared to last year, considering no that he was injured last year during during the regular season? Unless it's hey, we can get him at bargain, yeah, at basement what, bargain value. What could he
0: possibly have cost last year? He's just and a, there's
3: no risk here. You know what? It at is. this point, there's no risk. I wonder because the free agents that are probably going to leave New England on offense appear to be Jacoby Myers and Damian Harris, who are Mac Jones' best friends, and this year is all about making it the best situation possible Send for It's an olive Mac. branch to
0: Mac. It's 100% what it is. So ideally you're looking to bring in Slade Bolden to be that next good slot receiver for the Patriots, correct? Yeah. If you look at his uh, draft info, his strengths and weaknesses, the number one weakness lift listed for Slade Bolden, below average suddenness from the slot. Right. Perfect.
3: Great.
0: So, like, again, if they brought – I don't want to make a big deal out of Slade Bolden. This is what it represents. Like, if Slade Bolden is on the team in camp, fine. You give him a spot at making the roster. Yeah, that- but who
3: else? You can right. also
0: draft the good one at fourteen. <laughs> right,
3: exactly. Like, too much draft? time
0: and energy with Stutters. But like, don't you don't you believe that's how they look at it? They go, Ah, eh, Slade Bolden. We're fine at receiver now. Any
3: like, other team is drafting at fourteen and going and getting DeAndre Hopkins. Catch
0: radius is very limited. I, I'm guessing that's how they look at it. They this go, is like,
3: okay, uh, we can get him at the lowest possible price ever. We worked him out last year. We weren't impressed enough to actually draft him, or you know, take him undrafted. And now we can get him at the lowest possible price ever.
0: Yeah, ooh, he has experience as a punter again. That, I just, I bet that's how Perfect. they look at it, which is just maddening. That's maddening that they're just like, yeah, he'll fix our room. The guy who wasn't playing last year and wasn't drafted and wasn't even that good when he did play at Alabama six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. You can jump in on the Patriots. Do they get it at wide receiver? Are they going to do the overhaul? We, I think, as a show, I want them to do. Or are they just going to paper it over and bring in, you know, more complimentary pieces to what they already have, which isn't enough. Again, 617-779-7937.
3: Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights.